Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kame, New York Times bestselling author, former professional athlete, and founder of Healthpreneur, the world's leading company helping health and fitness experts start and scale high-end coaching businesses. If you want to attract more clients, learn how to convert them without feeling salesy, and deliver an amazing program for them on the back end, if you want to be inspired by what others just like you have gone through and how you can do the same no matter what life goes your way, then you are in the right place. Because every single week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to be bringing you the best to help you take your knowledge and expertise to the next level with your health or fitness coaching business. And if you enjoy what you see and hear and would like to take your business to the next level, then I invite you to check out our free online training over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Is your story helping or hindering your progress? You know, this this is a really important episode. And the reason I'm sharing this with you today, actually, the reason I, I do this podcast is because stuff happens, right, in business and life. And then I you know, think about it, come up with some some ideas around it, and then I just share it in the form of this podcast. That's kind of the, the, the essence of a lot of these solo rounds. So recently, and actually not just recently, I'm talking about like recently in the sense of years, having conversations on the phone, via chat, email, et cetera, with clients, non-clients, prospective clients, people in general, I've noticed that there's a lot of stories, right, being shared. Like my life is tough, shit happened, whatever, right? But I want to I wanna share some perspective with you. What do The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Oprah Winfrey have in common? Well, number one, they're three of the most successful people in the world in terms of their influence, income, impact. Second, they're all of a minority race, right? Being black, obviously, um, The Rock is, is more Polynesian, but nonetheless. And three... So, and I say that because culturally, at least, you know, decades ago, that, I mean, and maybe even to this day in some areas of the world, can be a barrier to a lot of people's progress, right? And it's sad, but it's, it's kind of true. And third, they all went through shit for a long period of time. So I, I share these three, these three stories with you because I think it's really important to remember that no matter what you're going through, People have gone through far worse. And in in those situations, there's always two outcomes. Outcome number one is you let your story dictate your future. Or outcome number two is you circumvent or you, you kind of catapult above the story to make the future or to create the future you want to create. So when we look at The Rock, right? So The Rock is... Uh, 141 million followers on Instagram, arguably like that's the third of the U.S. population, if you will. If he ran for president, he would probably win just based on popularity. He grew up in a really poor neighborhood in Hawaii. Um, did like, you know, got into playing college football, but was, you know, injured quite a bit. Ended up getting into the Canadian Football League, the CFL, playing for, I think it was the Calgary Stampeders. And at one point in that journey, he had $7 in his pocket. That's how much money he had, $7. He goes from that to major depression, popping pills, the whole bit, to starting a career as a wrestler 
going through that whole journey, then becoming an actor and now the highest paid actor in Hollywood, $1.48 billion in revenue he generated last year in 2018. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Oprah Winfrey grows up again, super poor area, bouncing back and forth between her parents, um, one house to the next type of thing across the country, moves back in with her mom at a young age, from the age of nine, repeatedly sexually abused. Okay, goes on again years down the road to become arguably one of the most influential entertainers, if you will, in the world. Kevin Hart, same thing, grows up, not necessarily the biggest, um, you know, upbringing in terms of, you know, his family, his, his neighborhood, goes through a bunch of crap, grew up in Philadelphia, gets into comedy, and does fairly well, but admittedly is really bad with his money, makes a lot of bad decisions, eventually figure th- figures things out, and now he's one of the highest paid, the most you know, the most revered comedians on the planet. So the reason I share this with you is because those are just three examples of millions of people on this planet who've been through remarkable things and who've come out on the flip side against all odds. And then there's the other half of the population, or I'm not even going to say half, 95% of the population who have gone through similar experiences, have been sexually or physically abused as kids, have gone through a divorce, have lost their job, have whatever, like you name the story, and for whatever reason, they have allowed that story to hold them back from their dream. So here's what I want you to really think about, is that anything in your life is a choice, right? You have the choice to let that story be your story and continue singing that song, continue telling that story as your justification for why you can't have what you say you want, or you can write a new story. You see, in most people's lives, whatever the age, it's like they have a book, and that book has already been written, and all they're doing is reading it over and over again, and they're telling that same story to everyone else. And then, again, there's the small percentage, the Rocks, the Kevin Hart's, the Oprah Winfrey's, who have that book, but they decided to put it on a shelf. And instead, what they did is they took out a new book with blank pages, and they said, I'm going to write the next chapter. I'm going to write the book I want to read. I'm going to create the future I want to create. And listen, when no one has written the book before you, It takes a lot of balls. It takes a lot of courage to write that next chapter. When everyone else is saying, y'all, you can't do it. Look at what you've come, like what you've gone through. Come on, man, just get a secure job. Just go back to the way things were. You're going to be a lot safer. You see, the select few, there's like success. And when I say success, I don't just mean financially. I mean, success is the worthwhile pursuit, I think, of a worthy goal. Worthwhile pursuit, meaning it's something you spend a lot of your time and energy pursuing because it's something worthy. If it's finances or uh, health, right? A better looking body, healthier body, better relationships with your kids, with your spouse, whatever success is to you, success leaves clues, right? And so I believe that success in one area of life is 100% transferable to any other area of life. 
But the thing is, you have to choose a new story. You have to create the story you want. So when I was 17, as I mentioned, I lost my hair. Okay. So the story that half of my family, so my dad's side of the family was, was, was reading or saying was that, oh my God, poor you, you lost your hair. It must be so challenging. And I'm thinking to myself, whatever, I'm going to create the story that I want to create. And that story was, Hey, you know what? Yes. It sucked that I lost my hair. I used to have really nice hair. It was cool, but things could be a lot worse right? There are people suffering with far worse conditions. I just lost my hair. At least I have my health. At least I'm fit. At least whatever. I decided that I'm not going to let hair loss hold me back from my dream. And even to this day, I mean, if you saw some of the comments on our ads, like it's hilarious on my Instagram and Facebook ads, people talking about how I look like I've got stage five cancer, um, how they would never take advice from someone with no eyebrows. Like, I mean, who cares, right? There's all this nonsense that people talk about. And, you know, I just posted this on my, on my Facebook profile the other day is that no one who is doing anything worthwhile in their life has time to post negative crap on the internet, right? So if, and I'm assuming you're listening to this and you're not that type of person anyways, right? But if you're getting negative comments, if people are kind of smack talking, you just understand that they're not doing anything meaningful with their life. Seriously, they're doing nothing meaningful with their life. And that's a blanket statement, I know, but I would venture and I would put some money on that. Because for someone to take any amount of time out of their life to write a whole paragraph or even just stupid comments like that, it says a lot about them, right? And it's really unfortunate that so many people are out there to pull other people down and not, I shouldn't say so many, but enough people, right? So I want you to really, really think to yourself, like, am I telling a story that is helping me or hindering me? Because listen, like, I don't care and I don't want to sound like I don't have compassion because I do, but I have like, when you hear story after story, it's like, okay, here we go again, right? Life was tough. Stuff happened. Things didn't work out as I hoped, you know, people, a lot of people are looking for handouts. They're looking for, um, hall passes. Like, you know what? Like the last year was really tough for me. I really love a hall pass. And my thinking to that is like, listen, man, Everyone's life is tough. Life is never going to be perfect. Your ducks are never going to be in a row. How many more hall passes do you want? Right? It's, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be an excuse. For every excuse, there is always a flip side. There is always someone who has the same story as you who is absolutely crushing it. And I'm going to finish this by sharing one story of a colleague slash friend. Um, and I'm not going to mention the name but multiple time New York Times bestseller in the health space. A number of years ago, her son was hit by a car and he was put in the hospital. Doctor said he was pretty much done. Like at best, he's gonna be a vegetable. And this individual said, you know what? That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna be what's gonna, that's not what's gonna happen to my son. Now, here was the interesting thing is that not only did she commit to making sure that her son was gonna be resurrected to his healthy self again, even though the doctor said he was, you know, toast, she was in the middle of her first book launch. And so there she is in the hospital doing whatever she had to do to get her book launched. And not only did she launch the book, it became a number one New York Times bestseller. And that's happening in the hotel, in the, um, not the hotel room, but in the hospital room, right? Her son is in literally a coma. So she's taking care of him, trying to get him back up to speed, which by the way, he almost made a full recovery, which is amazing. 
she goes on to publish and, and launch this, you know, this number one New York Times bestseller and then several after that. But here's an, a great example of someone who could have said, listen, life got in the way. You won't believe what just happened to my son. I need a year to figure this stuff out. And that's why success is hard because most people don't have what it takes to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. And I believe that everyone has within them a fire that can burn really bright, that can really do amazing things in this world. But for whatever reason, they get fearful, they get doubtful, they need to see all sorts of proof before they can move forward, and they simply lack courage to live their dream. So I want to leave you with some, I really, really want you to think about this. I want you to ask yourself, I want you to look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, okay, I committed to X results by this certain amount of time, this, this date or this time. I wanted to be a millionaire by, by the time I was 30 or I wanted to do this by the time I was whatever. And I want you to ask yourself, have I achieved that goal? And if the answer is no, I want you to really sit and reflect on why that is. Why have you not achieved the goal you said you wanted to achieve? And I promise you, it's not because you didn't have enough support. It's not because of this. It's not because of anything else around you. And this is the big, this is the big distinction. It's never about an external factor. It's always an internal, fact, an internal factor. 80% of success is psychology. Okay. And the quicker you understand that and the quicker you realize that you are the only limiting factor in your life, the sooner you can break free from that. It's as if you're driving a car and you have your foot on the gas pedal and you're like, why am I not moving forward? Why am I not moving forward? Why am I not moving forward? There's, you know, this car isn't good enough, right? It needs more horsepower. You know, it needs to look better. I need more mechanical support on it. And then you recognize that the whole time you've been revving this engine, this revving this car, and it's not moving anywhere, this whole time you recognize, you finally realize that your other foot has been on the brake. And that brake is your story. It's your story that you've been carrying around like a blankie. And I want to encourage you to let the story go and move on. No matter how bad it was, and listen, like I'm not trying to discredit anyone's past, right? You've probably gone through some really bad shit in life. And I listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sympathize with that because everything happens for us. It doesn't happen to us. The only time it happens to us is when we choose to let that be the situation, when we choose to be a victim of our circumstances instead of a victor, instead of taking out a new book and writing a new chapter. And I really, really want you to think about this because I promise you, no matter what it is you want in life, the only reason you don't have what it is, is because of you. It's nobody else's fault. It's your own. And I say that with all the love and compassion I can possibly give because the reality is that's the truth. Nobody can hold you back from your dreams. Listen, if Oprah Winfrey can go from what she went through to becoming Oprah Winfrey, if The Rock can go from what he went through to where he is, if Kevin Hart and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other people we don't even know of have been through similar journeys and have come out on the flip side, there's no reason why you can't do it. There's no reason why you can't do it. 
And I, I tell people often the biggest, the, the biggest difference is simply your level of desire. How much do you want it? I was watching a really great interview on the Joe Rogan experience with Kevin Hart. And listen, like I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Hart in terms of his comedic, um, like his stand-up and stuff. I think he's a funny guy. I just don't like his, his stand-ups personally. But I was listening to this, this, uh, this, uh, this interview he did with Joe Rogan. And I'm like, dude, I have so much more respect for this guy now because this is like, he's a guy who's, who's got his, he's got his stuff together. Like he's really well thought. He's got some really great perspectives on stuff. And, you know, he talked a lot about, you know, Joe Rogan was like, hey man, like, why do you do so much? Like, why do you do so much? Like you have everything, you, you have more money than you can possibly spend in a lifetime. Why do you keep going? Why do you keep getting up at 5 a.m. every day? To, why do you keep doing all this stuff? And Kevin Hart said, listen, it's not about why do I do this stuff. It's more about why shouldn't I do this stuff? And I'm like, that's, that's, that's great, right? Here's a guy who wants to contribute, who wants to make his life, the, the life of other people better. And he's in a position where he can do that, right? And I just, like, listen, I'm going to just finish this off before, I mean, I, obviously I can talk on for hours about this stuff, but I want you to really, really consider the story you've been telling yourself. And are you going to allow it to continue limiting yourself? Or are you going to continue to allow it to slow you down, to hinder your progress so that six months down the road, one year down the road, you think to yourself, you know what, I did this thing and it didn't work. No, 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 that's the wrong thing to say. You have to always take the perspective of I didn't work. And this is something we tell all of our clients, all of our prospective clients is like, listen, we know what we do works. The only thing we don't know is whether or not you do. And a lot of the you know, a lot of the, the teachings in marketing is always about like absolve the customer's pain, essentially saying it's not your fault, right? You've been, you've been told this and that you've been misled, right? And that's to a degree true, but I think honestly, it is your fault and it's my fault and it's our fault. Anytime we don't have what we want in life, it's never a factor of external things. It's always up to us. And that's what I want to leave you with is I want you to really look in the mirror and ask yourself, how am I not showing up? How am I letting the story I've been telling myself or telling other people hold me back? And I want to challenge you to create a new story. I want to challenge you to take out a new journal, a new book, and I want you to write the next chapters instead of using the same old storybook that you've been telling for maybe a little bit too long. Okay. So that's all for today's episode. Some deep thinking and reflection to really ponder on this one. And for now, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining me. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode and keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the great work and I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Health Printer Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, here's what I'd like you to do right now. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Health Runner Podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a rating or review. It helps us get in front of more people and change more lives. And if you're ready to start or scale your health or fitness coaching business and want to start getting in front of more people, working with them at a higher level without trading time for money, then I invite you to check out our free seven-figure health business blueprint training. Totally free right now. And you can do so at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. For now, thank you so much for joining us. Continue to be great, do great, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.